Hey everyone, welcome to King Worldwide. My name is Lisa. Today we're going to be talking about current thought processes and current belief systems out there of talking about the, the number of ways to get to God, the number of messengers uh, that can get to God, so to speak. And I am not here to argue at all. I'm here to share my life experience with my encounter with God Almighty back in June of 2012 and how Jesus is not one of the messengers. Jesus is the Son of God, the Godhead, part of the Godhead, part of the Trinity. And I'm going to explain to you or give a few points about explaining that so that there is no confusion. And this is, again, not arguing, not um, being bossy, or I'm sharing what happened to me and how my life has changed from the inside out. And so that there are answers for everything we go through. And at least if we don't have the exact answer, we have the peace and the knowing that Jesus is our brother. He's also part of the Godhead, but he came as a man, as an example of us. So I'm going to explain that to you. So today, it might be a little longer, get a notepad out so that you can um, take some notes and review these things for yourself. Don't take my word for it, work, go do the work yourself. All right, so much of the well-meaning teachers make sense. They truly wanna help people and they're experiencing what looks like some results. These are talking about when people say there's many ways to God, promoting Buddha, Hare Krishna, Muhammad, etc. I'm just gonna share with what happened with me from Father God so you can make your own decision. So my calling is to share this encounter, to hopefully inspire you to seek absolute truth about Father God and yourself. So for our foundation scripture, we're going to look at Hebrews chapter two, verses nine and 10. So perhaps if you are of the belief that there's many ways to God, and that you don't even believe in the Word of God or the Bible, then that's going to be not very good for you because you won't be able to understand what this is. But if you stay open and ask the Holy Spirit, which is the third part of the Godhead, the Trinity, to help you, he will. He always does. All right, so verse 9. But what is apparent is Jesus. Let us then consider him in such a way that we may clearly perceive what God is saying to mankind in him. In the death, Jesus suffered. He briefly descended to a seemingly less elevated place than Elohim in order to taste the death of the entire human race. And in doing so, to fulfill the grace of God and be crowned again as a man representing all of us with glory and highly esteemed honor. I'm going to read one more verse and then we're going to go to explaining. Verse 10. This is Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. Jesus towers in open prominence far above all things. He is both the, their author and their conclusion. All things exist in him and through him. He now triumphantly leads everyone as sons to glory through a perfect salvation. The extent of the suffering he bore is the measure of the perfection of the salvation over which he presides. All right, so what are these two verses saying? They're saying that Jesus is not just another prophet. My friends, Jesus pre-existed before the foundation of the world. Jesus is part of the Godhead, part of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's the incarnation 
that distinguishes Jesus from all the others. The incarnation is when God comes down in visible form as a human, walking the earth. So to explain how Jesus, the Son of God, walked on this earth as a man, like you and me, I'm going to give you some scripture references. So again, I'm pointing out that Jesus is not just an inspirational leader, was not just a prophet. Jesus came from the Godhead in order to pay the price for us to be able to walk like them too. We are not God. We are sons of God. Okay? Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 9, and this is coming from the Mirror Study Bible. Again, I'm not trying to be lengthy and wordy. I'm trying to give proof sources to help you understand. And the life is in the Word of God. It's alive. And if you listen or read the Word with the, the anointing as being preached, and if your heart is open, you will hear it come alive in your heart as well. Chapter 6. I'm sorry. Apologize. Chapter 2, verse 6 of Philippians. His being, God's equal, in the form and likeness was official. Jesus' sonship did not steal the limelight from his father. Neither did his humanity distract from the deity of God. All right, that verse shows that Jesus is part of the Trinity. Verse seven, his mission, however, was not to prove his deity, but to embrace our humanity. Emptied of his reputation as God, Jesus fully embraced our physical human form. Born in our resemblance, he identified himself as the servant of the human race. His love enslaved him to us. What's this verse saying? That Jesus is the example of us, not, not for us. Jesus shows us how we can triumphantly live here, just like he did, but it was by the Holy Spirit. Remember when the Holy Spirit um, descended upon Jesus when he after he was baptized in water? John the Baptist. So that is showing how Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, did and said what the Father told him to do, by the Holy Spirit. And that's how we're called to live. Verse 8. And so, we have the drama of the cross in context. The man Jesus Christ, who is fully God, becomes fully man to the extent of willingly dying humanity's death at the hands of his own creation. He embraced the curse and shame of the lowest kind in dying a criminal's death. He wasn't a criminal. He did nothing wrong, but he took upon himself that so we don't have to. Verse nine, from this place of utter humiliation, God exalted Jesus to the highest rank. God graced Jesus with a name that is far above every other name. It says it right there, friends. Jesus's name is far above every other name. It is not any way to the Father God. It's not. This also shows that Jesus died our death, paying the price for us. No other human being has done this. Did Buddha do that? And I'm not being critical, friends. I am not at all being critical or, or throwing stones. I represent Jesus Christ. He changed me. He lives inside me. He guides me. The Holy Spirit is the most peace. Enjoy. I don't know how, how anyone can stay single in peace and love unless it was by, by the design of God. It wasn't my intention, friends, and I'm going to get married one day. The thing is, I am 53 years young and I'm on assignment. And this assignment needed to be done as a single whole person helping somebody 
100%. And it's an honor. But I wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't God living inside me. No other prophet, prophet was or is the son of God. We are all sons and daughters of God. We read that in, um, I think it's John 1, 12, about the, we have been, when we accept, we have been given power to be the sons of God as we accept him, but we are not God, right? So we can all participate in this glorious, triumphant life by accepting Jesus as the son of God who walked the earth, died, rose again, and sits at the right hand of the father. We accept him in our hearts. We accept this in our hearts. We were originally created to be God's sons and daughters, with Jesus being both our brother and part of the Trinity, part of the Godhead. We will never be God. That's blasphemy. That's why in the garden, Adam and Eve were told not to eat of God's tree. He was establishing boundaries and the hierarchy of us being like him, yet not him. That's what the tree was all about. Let's recall how the enemy Satan wanted to be God. He wanted to be number one and was struck out of heaven like a lightning bolt that's found in Isaiah. So there is only one God and there is a Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So with all this we've discussed here today, it's easy to see that no other human being or being is, is Jesus. And it's insulting to God and the cross to put any prophet, person of influence or leader in this God category. In closing, we are called to live the triumphant life that Jesus showed us how to live. That is by relying on God's Holy Spirit, which is where Jesus is saying and doing, or Jesus did the same thing, where John 5, 19, John 5, 30, where Jesus said, I can't do anything except for my Father, what he says. And that's, that's how we live. He chose not to be led or controlled by his soulish realm, the mind, the will, emotions, imaginations, memories, body, those are barometers. But that's what happened with the fall. Before the fall, Adam and Eve were controlled by the spirit and their spirit man led everything. When they disobeyed God, their eyes were open to the natural realm and the natural realm led because they handed over the lordship to Satan, the overlord of the world, God of this world system. He's not my God. And we have authority over them. When we have Jesus, we have dominion and authority. Luke 10, 19. But at the same time, and also Matthew 10, 1. But also, we are to understand how this all works, right? So it takes training. Our minds, will, emotions, and body to obey Holy Spirit, leading our spirit. We do this by praying in the Holy Spirit, reading the word, and developing friendship with God. So I'll leave you with this, these questions. Which prophet or inspirational leader or being have you seen or known that lived the triumphant way Jesus did? Specifically, going to hell, pay the price for us, and then raise, being raised from the dead to sit at the right hand of the Father. There isn't. Which messenger of God successfully takes care of worldly disasters Healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, telling hurricanes to go back out into the water, telling storms to peace be still, and tornadoes tell them to get out, go away. In Jesus' name. It's the name above all names. So who are you believing in? And do they live and teach dying to self in order to, for the spirit of Almighty God to live and move through you? That's the thing I've learned about different... Um, 
leaders or spiritual gurus, etc. It seems that it's more about what they're doing and their being. Whereas the way my life has been so utterly beautiful and peaceful and successful is, is because I laid down my life and let God fill it up. Not all the time. I'm not perfect, but that's the idea, right? And it's been so much more peaceful. What other people do, I can't speak of, but what I do and how I live my life, it, it's I, I don't want anybody else's life. I've never, I've never experienced such a thing except these 10 years. We have found him. We have found the truth. We have found the way to Jesus. We have found him and we want you to find him too. All right. Think about it. Let it soak in and just open your heart because this is not done from the head. We don't, our being, we're created in God's image and our true spirit being knows the truth and it sits well and it's peaceful and triumphant all the time. All right. Have a great day. Talk to you soon, friends.